you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi there, it's Crystal. This month on Her Portion Podcast, we're going to be talking about prayer. Have you ever heard that God speaks to us through His Word and we speak back to Him in prayer? It sounds simple enough, but if I'm being honest, prayer is something I've struggled with over the years. It may sound silly to some of you, but let me share some of my thoughts from the past. Am I doing it right? How do I know I'm praying in God's will? Should I be praying over something so small? What if God doesn't answer my prayer? Those last two questions, they still pop up occasionally for me. Let me give you an example. When Pulling Weeds, Planting Seeds was getting ready to be released, I felt the Lord prompting me to find a related source of income to help with the expense of maintaining my website and other costs that pop up between book releases. As I prayed about it, I was reminded of how often I would see cute stationery and then wish it had KJV verses. Seeing that need combined with my love for creating things, I designed my first set of note cards. I was stepping out of my comfort zone in a big way to launch this stationery business that would help support my writing ministry. I remember praying the Lord would help me sell 25 sets of cards. I rarely prayed for anything so specific. Well, remember that last question? What if God didn't answer my prayer? I'm happy to tell you that the sales were actually double the amount within the pre-order period. And since then, that little stationary business has continued to grow to include notebooks, journals, and planners. The Lord has certainly blessed, and now I'm excited to be able to offer cute KJV stationery. God's answer to what seemed like a small thing to me at the time gave me boldness to grow in my prayer life. I have taken other small things. If you could see me, I would be doing the air quotes, small things (laughs) to him and been able to see him work. And you know what? Sometimes it has worked out over and abundantly more than I expected. Sometimes it has been exactly what I prayed for. And then at other times, the answer was no. And that was okay. You see, as Oswald Chambers says, we look upon prayer as a means of getting things for ourselves. The Bible idea of prayer is that we may get to know God himself. The very act of prayer is an act of humility. It is admitting that we are dependent on God and need him in our lives. He wants to hear from us. He has invited us to come to him and assured us that we have a great high priest. Listen to Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. 
So now that we know we are invited to pray, God wants to hear from us. Let's take a look at some of my thoughts and struggles about prayer and see what the Lord has to say about them. So that first one, am I doing it right? I'd have to say that the Bible does caution us to come to the Lord in prayer in humility and not pride, as we see in Luke 18, 10 through 14, with the story of the Pharisee and the publican praying. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner." I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. When we come to God in humility, we can trust that the Holy Spirit is ever making intercession for us. Which leads right into my next question. How do I know I'm praying in God's will? Romans eight twenty six through 27 Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. This gives me confidence that despite me and my will— God's will for me will be accomplished and be good, right, and perfect for my life. Listen to this quote by E.M. Bounds. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, gives wisdom to our ignorance, turns ignorance into wisdom, and changes our weakness into strength. The Spirit himself does this. He helps and takes hold with us as we tug and toil. He pleads for us and in us. He quickens, illumines, and inspires our prayers. He proclaims and elevates the matter of our prayers and inspires the words and feelings of our prayers. He works mightily in us so that we can pray mightily. He enables us to pray always and ever according to the will of God. Next, let's tackle that question. Should I be praying over something so small? The word might be small, insignificant, or things that have no eternal value. This one really comes down to believing that God cares about the details of our life, which of course he does. Listen to Psalm 8, 3 through 6. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, 
and the Son of Man that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Or how about Matthew ten twenty nine through 31? Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore." Ye are of more value than many sparrows. And let's not forget Psalm 139. We could read the whole chapter, but especially verses 17 and 18. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. So, yes, God cares about those details of our life, the things we consider small. And he already knows we're thinking about them. He already knows that those small things or insignificant things are on our heart. So we might as well pray about them. Listen to that same Psalm 139 verses 1 through 4. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. So we can take everything to the Lord in prayer, big or small. He already knows about it. He cares about it. And he wants to hear from us. And so that leads me to that next one, that last question. What if God doesn't answer my prayer? Well, you've probably heard that God answers prayers in three ways. Yes, no, and wait. Sometimes the answer is not what we want to hear, but he will answer. However, part of praying in God's will is accepting that answer. And remember, if we are drawing close to God in prayer, the biblical idea of prayer, our hearts are going to be changed. We may be praying that a circumstance would change or even praying about a specific person we're struggling to get along with. And as we pray about those things, the circumstance doesn't change, the other person doesn't change, but we change. God changes our hearts toward other people and circumstances when we're praying over them. Now, I will leave you with a word of caution here. There are times when God is silent. It is in those times that we have to ask him to search our hearts. For Psalm 66, 18 tells us, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Have we allowed unconfessed sin into our life? Are we being disobedient to his word? Or maybe we truly are asking amiss for earthly or lustful reasons as found in James 4, 3. 1 Peter 3.12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. God wants to hear the prayers of his people. He wants to hear from us as we seek him and seek his will in our life. We can go to God in prayer and have faith that he is listening and wants to answer our prayer. Let me leave you with these final verses. 
1 John 5, 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. I hope that sharing some of my own struggles with prayer has been an encouragement to you. And I know I'm looking forward to learning from Courtney, Jackie, and Hannah on this topic. So I hope you'll join us again next time on the Her Portion Podcast. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.